This podcast is from Christian Chapel in Tulsa, Oklahoma. For more information, visit us online at christianchapel.com. Hey, Christian Chapel family. This morning, we get to hear from Rubens Cunha. Rubens and his wife, Steffi, lead Global Gospel Action, one of the ministries that we support with our Kingdom Builders Giving. This summer, Rubens and Steffi are leading a group of our chapel youth students to Brazil for a week-long experience of sharing the gospel in a variety of settings. This morning, Rubens is going to share so many praise stories and testimonies of God's miraculous power at work, and we're going to take some time to pray for that same power to be at work among us today. Will you please help me welcome Rubens Cunha. Hello and good morning, Christian Chapel. I'm so excited to see all of you here today. I want to say good morning to those watching online as well. It's a great day. You guys woke up a little bit earlier. That's awesome. I'm glad you are here. You made it. Congratulations. As Pastor Chris Dow just introduced, my name is Ruben Cunha. I am a missionary evangelist from the nation of Brazil. And I've been part of this church with my family. My wife is Steffi Cunha. Would you please just raise your hand? She, you probably know her from the worship. My two children, Daniel and Sarah. Hey, Daniel and Sarah. Sarah, would you raise your hand? If Daniel is not here, he's probably helping somewhere. And uh, we love our church community. Steffi and I started attending Christian Chapel in 2004. And we became members officially in 2005. From the very beginning... We fell in love with this church. We were so excited to see how the church is committed to the Great Commission. How the church was sending so many missionaries to different parts of the world. And from the very beginning, we thought this is the place where we should attend. And this has been our church family ever since. And from the very beginning, Christian Chapel started to partner with us. In 2005, Pastor Greg Davis, at the time the senior pastor here, he was so gracious, he gave me the opportunity to share about a project we had in India. And the church took an offering and sent us to Eluru in India, where we had a wonderful campaign. We had over 20,000 people attending, thousands of people saved, many miracles. And Pastor Chris Dow has continued this partnership and Christian Chapel has been playing a major role in all that God has been doing in our ministry and through our ministry. Now, if you think about this, the first time I spoke here, it was 18 years ago. Some of you in this room weren't even born yet. Those were different times. I still had lots of hair. I had no beard. And I preached wearing a a suit and and a tie. It was different days. And I know Christian Chapel has been sending missionaries through supporting missionaries, through the Kingdom Builders uh, Project and Fund. And God is doing amazing things through these missionaries around the world. And today, it's my privilege to share with you what God has been doing through Global Gospel Action, the organization I lead. And before uh, giving you more details, I want to show you a video of one of our gospel campaigns so you have an idea of what happened Uh, when we visit a city. Please. (laughs) 
became this small crutch for four years. She had an accident while taking care of her husband, but she said she would come to this campaign and during the prayer she would be healed. Jesus honored her faith. This young man suffered a motorcycle accident and he broke his left hand. The doctors put a piece of metal inside the hand and they said he would not move his hand again probably and they scheduled another surgery to remove the piece of metal and said that perhaps after one year and a lot of physical therapy he would possibly start regaining some movement but tonight Jesus made the metal disappear and his hand has full movements he regained all the movements again praise God this lady had a tumor on her uh, right side her right abdominal side the doctors diagnosed it as a carcinoma cancer but during prayer she felt the power of God going through her body and the cancer disappeared praise God Amen. Jesus is alive. It's harvest time in the nations of the world. See, when we come to a city, our vision is that every single person in that city should have an opportunity to give their lives to the Lord. Every single person should have an opportunity to have an encounter with Christ through the power of His Holy Spirit. So we come and visit with the pastors. And when the pastors agree to work together, our team goes to town. And there are several months of preparation leading up to one of these campaigns. We picked a public place, a large area, sometimes a public street, sometimes a stadium like you saw. And we see 10 to 30% of the entire city coming the last night. Thousands give their lives to the Lord. And every night of these campaigns, I preach a simple gospel message and I pray three prayers. The first prayer is to invite people to repent of their sins and give their lives to the Lord. The second prayer is for healing. And Jesus confirms his gospel with signs and wonders just like you saw in this video. And the third prayer is for deliverance. And we see lots of people who are oppressed by demonic spirits being set free by the power of God. As you realized... Signs and wonders play a major role in what we do. And that's because we believe Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same Jesus that walked on the shores of Galilee 2,000 years ago continues to open blind eyes and give hearing to the deaf and cause the lame to walk and make tumors disappear today. And we pray for miracles and we see so many of them in our campaigns and I want to show you another healing testimony that happened in our last campaign in Brazil. This lady had a stroke and she could not walk without a crutch. To make things worse, she fell while she was in the shower, broke her feet and her feet was twisted. During prayer, the power of God touched her. She felt a warmth in her leg, and the foot was straightened, and she was healed by the power of God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus is alive. And when you see these videos and these pictures, I, I like to say I don't preach to crowds. I preach to people. And I invite you not to get lost in the fact that we are seeing so many thousands of people, but think those are real people facing real challenges. And when they come to an event like this, they have real encounters with God's transforming powers, and their lives are changed and set on a new course. We preach miracles. I believe in miracles. And even today, as I was preparing this message, I felt led of the Lord to pray for healing in our church as well. And I know that there are people here that need a miracle. And we'll be praying for you at the end. So I invite you to be listening to these testimonies with your hearts filled with expectation. Even in the first service, we had so many beautiful healings. There was a young man that was standing right here. He had a car accident when he was seven years old. For 22 years, he had limited motion in his neck and back. And Jesus healed him today, this morning. Thank you, Jesus. There was somebody else here that for decades had a, a, a hip joint problem and, and endured chronic pain. And Jesus healed her and set her free. And I know if you need a miracle, Jesus has a miracle for you today. Amen? And now we work with those campaigns, but there are so, there's so much more that we do in our outreaches. One of the things we do is to reach schools for Jesus as well. So when we go to a city, we go to the public schools, we talk to the school principals, they stop all classes and bring the kids together. And when the kids, the teenagers, they, are, they come together, we talk to them about Jesus. And we address issues that they might be struggling with. We talk about anxiety. We talk about depression. We talk about suicide. We talk about drugs. We talk about broken homes. We talk about fatherlessness. And then we make an altar call pointing to Jesus as the only hope of salvation and true restoration. And it's common to see kids coming forward with tears in their eyes. It's common to see them throwing away things they were using to hurt themselves, throwing away, uh, throwing away razors and knives they were using to cut themselves, throwing away drugs. We are seeing so many young people transformed by the power of God. I would love to show you now a video from one of these school outreaches so you can see how it looks like.
Jesus, thank you. Through this, thank you, Jesus. Yes, he is worthy of all praise and honor. Through these school outreaches, we are bringing a message of hope and seeing so many lives transformed. I remember uh, a story from the city of Bacabal, a city in the northeast part of Brazil, close to the Amazon area. During, we had the school outreach in the morning and our crusade was starting in the evening when a young man came with a large piece of wire and he gave it to one of our volunteers and he said, I was going to take my life today. I was going to use this to hang myself. But you came to my school and you shared about Jesus. My heart is filled with hope. I gave my life to the Lord and I don't need this anymore. We are seeing lives, we are seeing lives transformed. Thank you, Lord. We give you honor. We give you praise. And we are also involved in neighborhood outreaches. At every campaign, we select the poorest neighborhood in town. And we go to that neighborhood. We knock door to door, bringing food to families facing hunger and also sharing about the love of God. And we see so many healings and so many testimonies. Beside this uh, school outreach during the campaign, we also have several other teams. Even today, there are teams going to remote villages in Brazil and Pakistan and Africa, bringing food to the poor, sharing the gospel with people, going to garbage communities and sharing God's love. We, I could also tell you so many testimonies from these neighborhood outreaches. Uh, one of my favorites happened when Christian Chapel sent a team many years ago. When the team was there, a youth team, uh, we split in smaller groups and we were going door to door. And all of a sudden, Taylor Pride, whom many of you know, he also helps here at the worship, Taylor Pride came running and he said, Brother Rubens, please help us. Something is happening here. And so I, I raced and and I went there to see what was going on. We come to this home, and there was a man standing outside weeping profusely. And this man just said, please help us. I'm so desperate. I don't know what to do anymore. We are suffering so much. My wife is insane. And the doctor said they cannot do anything to help her. But while he was saying that, a woman was screaming from inside the house. She was saying, go away. I don't want anybody here. You are not welcome in my house. Leave now. And for a moment, I didn't know what to do. But then the Holy Spirit spoke clearly to my heart that that woman was oppressed by demonic powers. So I told the team, we are going in. And we rushed inside the house. And, and we go to her bedroom and she's laying in bed. And when she saw us, she started screaming and cursing and her face was contorting. It was a, a, a horrible sight. But we didn't waste time. The team surrounded her and I laid hands on her head and I said, In the name of Jesus, the spirit of insanity, come out. And when I said that, she shook and she stayed as if she were dead. And so I knew the Holy Spirit was working her life and I told the team, Let's go in the living room. And we, we got there. It, it was a very poor house. They didn't even have a ceiling. Uh, the walls weren't painted. There were no doors separating the rooms, just a piece of cloth hanging. And we started to talk to that family. We, we talked about Jesus. We led them to Christ. We prayed for them. 
And I told the team, let's go back and, and pray for that woman. And so we went back to her room and we continued to pray for her. Suddenly, she opened her eyes. She looked up and said, everything is so different. I feel so much better. And I said, Mama, you've been in this bed for far too long. Come out in the name of Jesus. And we, we helped her up and, and she started walking towards the living room. And when she got there, the family were looking at us as if they were seeing a ghost. And they started crying. We didn't know, but that woman hadn't walked in 20 years. Can you imagine that? 20 years in a bed, insane, oppressed by demonic powers until a team from Christian Chapel walked into her home and helped her have an encounter with the power of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It is harvest times. Let me show you how one of these outreaches look like. And this one happened in the Amazon. So we are, we are visiting river communities that could only be accessible by boat. Check it out. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It's harvest time around the world. And thank you so much for being part of it. We are involved in, in diverse types of outreaches. I wouldn't have the time here to tell you about everything. We are also involved in church planting. We are sending missionaries. We are empowering evangelists. We are doing kids' crusades. We are doing conferences. But there is also something else that we uh, place a great value on, great importance on, and it is to equip the body of Christ to train believers to go out and win souls. So that in every city, we have a three-night crusade, and before that, we have a three-night conference equipping the local church. I teach on evangelism. I teaching them how to go and, and win their communities for Christ. I teach on how to pray for healing. And they pray for one another and people are healed. And it's so great to see how some are moved because they received healing and some are moved because God used their lives to bring healing to someone else. I teach on deliverance and, and people are set free. And on the last night, we call it the Holy Spirit night. We teach on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we pray for people, and God pours out his anointing. People are filled with the power of God, sometimes hundreds at a time. Would you like to see how does the Holy Spirit night look like? So let me show you another video. Nessa noite, eu te recebo como meu Salvador e te confesso como meu Senhor. Muda minha história, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus is alive, and he is still pouring his Holy Spirit power. And the results have been amazing. And this is the report from last year alone. We had 268,029 decisions for Christ. Amen. That's wonderful. It's over a quarter million people deciding to follow Christ. That's happening through the Crusades. It's happening through our different teams in different nations doing diverse forms of outreaches. But there's something else that I need to tell you here that is very important. If you're part of Christian Chapel, if you're part of Kingdom Builders, these are also your fruits in the Lord. This is also your harvest. Christian Chapel has been partnering with us, and that's the work you are doing in the nation. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. We also uh, were able to train face-to-face -face over 7,000 believers in our conferences and provide 39,000 meals to families facing hunger. We have bold goals for 2023. Our teams already started uh, in uh, those village campaigns and smaller crusades. And I start our crusade season at the end of this month. I'm going to Ethiopia. My son Daniel is going with me. Our friend Titus from Brazil who's here, uh, he's coming as well. Titus is an evangelist. God is raising this generation. And I'm expecting a great harvest of souls there. After we go to Ethiopia, we have 10 campaigns scheduled for Brazil and one in Pakistan. So our goal is to see 300,000 decisions for Christ this year and train face-to-face 12,000 believers in our conferences and seminars and provide 70,000 meals to the poor. Would you please pray for us that this vision will come to pass? Can I count on your prayers? Amen. Amen. And this year is very special for me because Christian Chapel is joining us in the mission field. The church is sending, yes, thank you, Lord. The church is sending two teams this year to be with us in Crusades. The first team is coming in July from the 17th to the 22nd. It's a high schoolers team. It's a youth team. And we, I think we have about 20 teenagers coming. If you haven't signed, yet, I, I signed up yet, I am sorry, but there is no more time for this one. Hopefully next one. But we do have an adult trip coming up in November. November from the 13th to the 19th, I would like to invite you, consider prayerfully to join us and experience in person what you're seeing in these videos. If you are interested, after we finish the service, there will be a table just uh, outside, and this table we have information about our ministry, we have information about the trip, uh, you can get an application form, and also you can leave your a name and email address if you would like to receive newsletters from our ministry. I promise I'm not going to spam you, but I'm going to send you updates about where we are in the world because we do need prayer. I need prayer warriors, people that remember us. Hey, here's a reminder. Here's where Brother Rubens and his team is. Uh, let's pray for them for a harvest of souls. Amen. Now, as we come to uh, the end of this report, I want to take some time to pray for you. As I was mentioning earlier, as, as I was preparing this mess, I just, I just really felt glad that uh, uh, we should have a time here of prayer and pray for miracles. Some of you here are needing 
a healing miracle. Some of you here are fighting spiritual oppression and, and you know your struggle is spiritual and you need prayer. Some of you are facing challenges in your homes, in your marriages, in, in your relationship with children. And today we're going to pray together and ask God to intervene with a miracle. Amen. But before I pray, I want to share uh, something from God's Word, something the Holy Spirit has been working in my heart and showing me recently that I think will help you uh, understand God's purpose for your life, help you understand how you can access God's miracle working power when you are in need of a miracle. And I will share from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verses 4 to 6. The Bible says here, Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his own home. He could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. This passage is reporting on a mission trip that Jesus and his disciples took to Nazareth, the city where he grew up. And we read, when we read this text, we see something very strange here. The Bible is saying that Jesus could not, think about that, the Son of God could not do miracles there. And why? Because of their lack of faith. It's almost like that lack of faith became a barrier between the people there, between their needs and the power of God. But there is something curious in this text. Jesus is associating the lack of faith with the lack of honor. You see, he's saying in the same passage, a prophet is not without honor except in his own home. So Jesus is teaching us something here that because the people in Nazareth did not recognize him as the Son of God, because they did not give him honor and the praise that is due to him, because they dishonored the Lord, their hearts were filled with unbelief and they missed what God had for them. Now, in the same chapter, there is another report of a different mission trip with different outcomes. And I want to invite you to take a look at these verses as well. They are in Mark chapter 6, the same chapter, verses 53 through 56. The Bible says here, When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognized Jesus. You see, there's a difference. Now they recognized the Lord. Now they honored Him. And what happened? They ran throughout the whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard He was. And wherever He went, into villages, towns, or countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged Him to let them touch even the edge of His cloak, and all who touched it were healed. What a difference. What a difference. When Jesus went to Gennesaret, they honored him. They recognized him. As a result, there was faith. And everyone was healed. It's the same Jesus. The same Holy Spirit. In one city, he could not do miracles. 
in the other city, everyone was healed. In one city, there was unbelief. In the other, there was faith. In one, there was dishonor. In the other, they recognized and honored the Lord. Now, when we look at this, I don't think it's a coincidence God put those two mission trips so close together in Scripture. He's teaching us something. But I don't think that God is wanting us to feel guilty if we are facing a challenge in our lives and we are struggling with our faith. God doesn't want you to look at this text and think, well, maybe I just don't have faith and I should give up. That's not the idea. No. What God is doing here is teaching you. If you are facing a struggle in your life, if you are facing a challenge right now, maybe even a struggle in your faith, you give Him honor, you give Him praise, and the Holy Spirit will fill your heart with the faith you need to access His miracle-working power. He loves you, and there is no condemnation in Christ. I believe what the Lord is teaching us here is that if you are struggling, maybe with a disease right now, and you haven't seen your breakthrough, give Him praise. If you're facing a challenge in your home, in your family right now, and you haven't seen the miracle you've been expecting, give Him praise. If you're facing issues with your mental health, give Him praise. Honor Him. Give Him glory. And He will fill your life with the faith you need to experience His miracle in your life. And that's what I would like to do right now. I would like to take some time to pray and ask God. Let's honor Jesus. And I want to ask God to do a miracle in your life. Would you like to do that? Let's just stand up, please. How many of you here need healing today? How many of you need a miracle? Would you please come forward today? And I want to invite Pastor Chris as well and the prayer team. We'll be here to pray for you. Would you please come forward? And as you come forward, I invite you to come with your heart filled with expectation. And please do remember, I'm not the healer. Jesus is the healer. If you put your faith or your expectation in Ruben Scorn or Pastor Chris, you'll be sorely disappointed. We're just people like you. But if you put your faith in Jesus, there's nothing impossible for you today. Now, before we start praying, we'll do what we learned from this text. We'll give Him glory and we'll give Him honor. I just want to take a minute or two so that to give Him glory and worship Jesus with all our hearts. And right after this moment of praise and worship, we're going to start laying hands, praying for you, and believing for a miracle. Whenever you're ready, please.
morning in the name of Jesus and we ask you that you pour your miracle working power here if you need healing would you please place your hand in the part of your body that you need a miracle if it's a private place or if it's many places you just put your hand in your heart and I want to invite the prayer team to walk around and lay hands and if you are sitting there in these chairs and you are a member in good standing with this church you are welcome to come and help us pray as well or please just stretch out your hand let us pray for them father in the name of Jesus we pray now for our brothers and sisters that are in need of a healing miracle this morning and we ask you to touch them right now from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet and release your healing power right now Lord in the name of Jesus I ask you heal people Lord in their eyes in their ears I pray you heal back in the name of Jesus please Lord heal arms and legs shoulders and knees I ask you to bring healing to joints that are in pain right now Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority against the powers of darkness. I command every spirit of disease to come out in the name of Jesus. Spirits of infirmity, I come against you right now and I command you to leave these people. Father, I ask you that you touch internal organs as well. Please, Lord, heal in the lungs, heal in the hearts. In Jesus' name, heal digestive systems. I pray now you bring healing to uterus, ovaries, in Jesus' name. Bring healing to circulation, Lord. I ask you right now, I come against arthritis and arthrosis. In Jesus' name, all pain come out. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let there be healing. We ask you now that you release the gifts of healing in this church, in this place, right now. In Jesus' name, all disease come out come out Lord release your healing power Jesus release your healing right now father in the name of Jesus we speak healing in this place let there be miracles right now in the name of Jesus let there be healing right now Holy Spirit fill them with your presence with your power more Holy Spirit more release your anointing Lord let there be healing eyes that couldn't see start seeing in the name of Jesus ears that could not hear start hearing right now in the name of Jesus Lord we release your healing in the name of Jesus all joints that couldn't move start moving right now in Jesus name all pain disappear and be gone let there be healing let there be miracles in the name of Jesus and father we pray for miracles in the families those that are facing challenges in their marriages with their children we pray now for divine intervention in the homes we come against the spirit of divorce and confusion and contention we come against the spirits of rebellion and we pray for healing in the homes healing for the relationships between parents and children and children and parents between husbands and wives we pray right now Lord for the healing of mental issues 
I come against depression and anxiety and loneliness. In the name of Jesus, every burden of oppression upon the people here be gone, come out in the name of Jesus. I come against the spirits of addiction. The spirits of addiction, I rebuke you right now and I command you to leave these people. Lord, let there be freedom. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverance in your wonderful and mighty name, I pray. Lord, I pray right now for healing in the area of finances. There are people here that need a breakthrough in this area as well. I ask now for miracles of provision. Send divine provision. Open doors for new jobs and, and business opportunities. And bless your people, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, be healed. Be healed right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, would you just raise your hand and thank God for your miracle just by faith. Just thank Him. Thank Him for your healing. Thank Him for your deliverance. Thanking Him for intervening in your home. Just give Him honor. Just give Him praise in the name of Jesus. And I'd like to ask you now to put your faith in action. And in the name of Jesus, do what you could not do before. In the name of Jesus, if you could not move your arm, start moving your arm. If you could not move your leg, move your leg right now. If you could not move your joints, move your joints. If you could not see, open your eyes, look around and see in the name of Jesus. If you could not hear, let your ears open and hear now in the name of Jesus. If you could not bend your body, start bending your body. Just by faith, do now what you could not do before. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed right now. Be healed. And I want you to check your body. Would you please just check your body right now? Just check. Just test your body right now. Just check and see what happened, what the Lord has done for you today. Just test your body right now. If you couldn't hear, ask somebody to speak in your ear. You're healed. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. And I know some of you here may have something internal and you need to do a test. But how many here can already see? Check your body and see that you are healed. Can you raise your hand? Wow, several people. Thank you, Jesus. Can I ask them very quick? Can I use your microphone? Oh, probably yours. Is it okay? Is it okay? Very quick. What happened? How long have you had this? It's been years, decades. Wow. Decades, and it's gone? It's, I'm not feeling it right now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Decades of pain healed. Hallelujah. Who else was healed? Who else was healed? You, you were healed. What happened? Uh, I was in a motorcycle accident when I was seven years old. Uh, and this year, I was really sportive. So I have a lot of broken bones, but one of them was my neck which actually affected my back so I did a lot of testing and I couldn't bend uh, going back to the gym has been pretty brutal but now I can I could bend so I will go run the test but I believe I'm, I'm healed <laughs> how old are you now I'm 29 29 so for 22 years you had this issue yeah. can you move your neck uh, and my back was I can bend my back was really can you can you bend show us wow 22 years. who healed you Jesus Jesus, give him honor and praise. Hallelujah. You were healed as well? What happened? I, I injured my heel when I was running and my left knee and my right heel. And 
I don't have any pain in either one right now. So. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to hear one more testimony before we close because we have another service. Who, who else was healed here? What happened? I have had trouble raising my arms. Pain through my shoulders and arms. Wow. How long, how long have you had this? This past six months or a year. And who healed you? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Thank you for the wonderful opportunity. I thank you so much for coming here. And, and we don't have a lot of time to take many testimonies now, but make sure you share it in your home group. Tell your friends. Go and tell others what Jesus has done for you. Thank you, Lord. Will you join me in a final prayer this morning? And then I'm going to ask the band just to lead us through that song one last time. We've, we've got a few moments. So we're going to spend the, spend the last time just kind of worshiping the Lord and thanking Him for what He's done and what He's going to continue to do. Jesus, we thank You that You are still a God who heals, still a God who moves. We want to be a church that makes space for You. We want to be people who seek You first with every need and give You every opportunity to accomplish Your purposes and Your plans. And so, Jesus, we, as we conclude just with a moment of worship this morning, we we want to turn our attention towards you, thanking you for your grace and your mercy, trusting and believing that you have begun a good work in each one of us, and you're going to be faithful to complete it. Jesus. Sing mountains. And mountains are still being first time and you heard this message and in your heart you felt that 
pull, that tug from the Holy Spirit saying, yeah, I need this Jesus. So I invite you not to resist the calling of God today in your life. And if you'd like to give your life to Jesus or to rededicate your life, I want to pray for you as well. Is there anyone here who would like to do that? Is there anyone? Is there anyone who'd like to give your life to the Lord or to rededicate your life to Jesus? Cannot see very well. I don't see any hands lifted right now. But if you want to do that, make sure you come and see us at the end. We would love to pray for you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Christian Chapel. For more information, visit us online at christianchapel.com.